0: Welcome back to the Commodore Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Ellis of VUCommodores.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode this week. Vanderbilt Bowling just capped a historic season here on West End, finishing runner-up at the NCAA Championships. They won five team tournaments this year, which tied a program record. A big part of this team was one of its two seniors, Kristen Kwa. She's a senior from Singapore, has been a part of just a really historic stretch here for Vanderbilt in her four years on campus. Um, While at NCAA she repeated as the NCAA Elite 90 award winner um, which is given to the student athlete at each NCAA championships with the highest grade point average and she boasts a 3.97 in biomedical and electrical engineering here at Vanderbilt. And actually just recently this week she was awarded the Boyd H. McCorder Award from the SEC, which is, which is handed out each year to one male and one female outstanding student-athlete across all sports. Um, and all teams in the SEC. And it's just the third time that Vanderbilt has had a Recorder award winner. So really, Kristen Kwah has capping just a remarkable career in academics and athletics here at Vanderbilt when she will graduate here in, in May coming up. On the heels of Vanderbilt's runner-up finish, we decided to chat with Kristen Kwah about her experience here uh, as a Commodore, uh, her journey to Vanderbilt from Singapore, what it's been like to adjust to Nashville as an international student, as to reflect on Bowling 2018 national championship as well as the 2019 runner-up finish at ncaa's and much more just a really remarkable student athlete in kristen kwa always fun to have kids like this on this podcast who are doing so much and taking advantage of the full student athlete experience here at vanderbilt so without further ado i hope you enjoy our conversation with kristen kwa a senior from vanderbilt bowling When you think back to last year winning the 2018 national championship playing a key role in that team what was that experience like for you
1: yeah I mean last year was incredible right um, when we went in I don't think any of us really thought we had the chance of winning we weren't considered a very strong team you know there were a lot of other teams that had um, a much better season than we had going into the championships everything kind, of kind of lined up really well you know the left hand side of the lanes played really well, and we happened to be the only team with two left-handers, and we took full advantage of that. I mean, we have two really good left-handers, and so having the left side play really well and having two good left-handers really, really played to our advantage. And then, you know, having enough other right-handers who are good players, um, it lined up fantastic. I don't think any of us expected that. You know, we got to the championship match, and I think the whole time we were kind of like the underdogs you know, the other team even going into game six, I remember I think the other team thought they had won. And when Maria threw the double in the 10th, for us to pip them, you know, I think it was kind of like a turning moment where they were like, ooh, we haven't won this.
0: Yeah, I mean, this year you guys kind of entered the tournament with a target on your back, obviously finishing with a runner-up finish, dropping the title match to, to Stephen F. Austin. But what was it like to kind of come in knowing that you were sort of the targeted team?
1: It was kind of a very interesting feeling. I mean we had a really good season, you know. Um, And for everyone to kind of have expected us to do well, we actually talked about it a lot going into the championship, being like, you know, so this is different from what we've had before and how do we manage these expectations. You know, it doesn't even matter what other people think of us. It really matters what we think about ourselves. And if we focus on what we're supposed to do, the job we're supposed to do at hand, then. we would be fine and I think we did a pretty good job of that. Um, unfortunately we lost the first round which meant we had to play all the way up in the losers bracket and somehow the brackets flipped in a really unfortunate way where our side of bracket had the teams ranked 1, 2 and 3 and the other side of the bracket had the teams ranked 6, 7 and 8 and we had to play through that which, which I'm really proud that we even made the championship match because um, at that point it seemed bleak. the chances of us making it back again. And the fact that we did, I think we were all kind of really burnt out by the time we did make it.
0: Kristen, as you get close to kind of wrapping up your career here, uh, what have you enjoyed most about being a Vanderbilt Commodore?
1: I mean, I love the balance that it gives between, you know, both the academics and the athletics. And then plus you get this family that you basically come into. It was hard coming in not knowing a single person, um coming from a foreign country and not knowing anyone in this part of the world and immediately coming in and having like 10 or 11 other girls that you're almost forced to be with but then you end up becoming like family with them and having coach and josie around and all the athletic staff is a strength coach aldous the trainer you know it's basically just giving you a community in a place that's so foreign to you and i i really appreciated that when i first got here um, there are a lot of times that were really tough trying to adjust to, you know, new culture, new food, new environment. The weather, I did not, do not like the weather still, <laughs> um, but having everyone there supporting me constantly was always great. Um, and then the resources that we have athletically, um, I don't think I'll be able to find anything close to what we have back home. And, you know, being able to work on my game, you know, having the lanes here, That was always a big thing um, that I really enjoyed being able to go and practice whenever I wanted. And then, you know, on the other side, academically, having such great professors, having such great um, classmates to help me. You know, I've had, without some of my classmates, I wouldn't be able to do this because, you know, doing engineering and athletics is kind of tough. And having them be in a lot of my classes, helping me throughout, you know, when I missed class and giving me notes or teaching me stuff when I'm not around. Um, just the whole community that feel, I think, is something that I've really enjoyed since I've been here.
0: It has to be tough to balance elite athletics and elite academics, but how have you managed to do that here at Vanderbilt?
1: You get a lot of help. <laughs> um, everyone's been really accommodating. Um, when I have conflicts with class, you know, Coach and Josie are always more than willing to try and help me out with that. You know, when I miss class, my professors are always very willing to help me, give me extensions or kind of um, help me out in terms of teaching me material that I missed. And then, of course, the classmates that I've talked about a little earlier, um, there's one particular girl in my class, her name's Kelsey, and we've basically had at least one class together every semester since first semester freshman year, and I don't think I would have been able to make it through the four years here without her. Um, Sometimes I feel like she's like half my brain and I'm the other half of her brain and we kind of work through everything together. And, it's, and it's, it's tough, I mean, managing the time is always hard, trying to do all our problem sets and trying to go to practice and workouts and travel. And so it's always trying to work ahead of the time, getting, making sure that you get stuff done before we leave so that I don't need to worry about it on the road. And so it's trying to convince friends to help me out before they would usually start their work. Um, <laughs> that was always interesting.
0: You've been fortunate to just be part of just a really historic stretch here for Vanderbilt Bowling, um, winning a conference title, winning a national championship last year, runner-up finish this year. How proud are you of what you've been able to help accomplish here during your time with this Commodore program?
1: I'm extremely proud. I mean, you know, I've talked about a lot of things that this program has given me, and I always like to think of ways that I can give back. And so, you know, the fact that we could leave this mark Living here, I mean, both Jordan and I, Jordan, the other senior. um, I think coming in with just the two of us, you know, we, especially since the first year, we kind of had like a little dud where we lost in the very first round and got kicked out within the first two matches of nationals. You know, the two of us, it it affected us. I mean, we we really didn't want to to go through that again, and um, I'm glad we haven't since. You know, coming in third and then winning, coming in second ever since. it really is something that, you know, we wanted to keep pushing, and together we talked about it, about wanting to make sure we never have to get back to that place again.
0: What goes through your head when you're bowling? Just competitively, you're getting ready to throw a shot. What's going through your head? I have a
1: tendency where I think too much, <laughs> so um, I try to be as simple as possible because I have that tendency to overthink things, just in life in general. and so. Usually I like to focus on one physical thing, whether it's kind of keeping my swing low or keeping my upper body more upright because I have a tendency to kind of tip down a little too low and that affects a lot of my shots. Um, Coach always said, post your shot, Chris, which means that I need to stay down at the foul line because I have a tendency of getting too excited and standing up too quick. And so between staying down and trying to keep my swing a little lower are usually the two things I like to think of.
0: You're a native of Singapore, obviously not very close to Vanderbilt, not very close to Nashville. Um, What made you decide to come to Vanderbilt?
1: So when I was graduating high school, um, I knew I wanted to keep bowling in college and I could have easily stayed in Singapore and continued doing what I was doing. I was bowling for our national team before I got here. So I could have gone to college in Singapore and continued doing that, but I didn't like how they were two separate entities of the bowling team and the school and they didn't necessarily always want to be accommodating with each other. And so I wanted an environment that kind of let me do both to the fullest extent. Um, and so coming to the U.S. and to bowl collegiately was something that I thought would be interesting and something that I wanted to do. Um, and so since I'm an international student, I can't get any financial aid. And so the only thing I could think of was trying to get a scholarship. And so when I talked to people about getting scholarships in the U.S., I mean, I wasn't a great student at home, and so an academic scholarship was definitely out of the picture. Um, and so I <laughs> left with a bowling scholarship, which then NCAA schools, I heard, gave better scholarships. And so I started looking at all the NCAA schools, and Vanderbilt seemed to be the one that stood out to me where it had both the good academic and athletic program. bowling and i and i kind of honed in on it and only applied to one school (laughs) yeah
0: you're a dual major in biomedical and electrical engineering tell us a little bit about that how do you kind of jump into something like that uh, once you got here to vanderbilt
1: yeah so i came in as a biomedical engineer um kind of chose it by process of elimination knew i didn't want to be a doctor a lawyer accountant businessman any of that like i was like that sounds boring So like engineering sounds kind of fun, and I always liked the idea of being able to give back to like the medical aspect. I think I've liked like the applications of medicine. I just didn't like the idea of practicing medicine, and so I was like, "Oh, biomedical engineering science sounds kind of cool." And so I kind of started through that and realized that the major itself is very broad. It touches a little bit of basically every engineering, but doesn't really give any depth in any one field. And so in my sophomore year, I decided after taking circuits and I really enjoyed it that why not pick up a double major that the school offered which was double majoring with biomedical and electrical engineering Um, so there's a lot of overlap in the courses and the school offers it as a program itself and um, so I started doing that and I have no regrets because I've really enjoyed both the majors and I've enjoyed how the electrical engineering gives me the kind of depth that I wanted in one field of biomedical engineering, but yet being able to learn a little bit about everything in that major. And in my junior year, I took a class in biomedical instrumentation, where you're basically trying to build little like medical devices or some simple learning about how to apply electrical engineering to the biomedical field, basically, which was perfect because it brought my two majors together. And my project for the class was to make a little metal detector from scratch, so a bunch of wires, a coil loop, and some circuitry that I built, and I made a little metal detector, and I guess my professor really liked the project that I did, and and I guess I did pretty well in the class, and he asked me if I was interested in research, and um, he did research in MRI, and so I started working with him in the spring of my junior year. And I, start, I really enjoyed it very much. Um, we work on MRI temperature imaging. So we try and improve the speeds and the volume coverage of getting temperature maps using an MRI. And it's used, the applications to be used with like, non-invasive surgery so that you're able to detect um, what you're heating up in the body without having to cut open a person. So you're able to like, destroy tissue in a body without having to do open surgery, which makes it a lot safer. And you need the kind of eyes from the MRI machine to be able to do that and so that's what we're working on um, and I've really enjoyed it very much he's uh, been a great mentor to me and uh, it's really opened up a lot of different opportunities for me I mean now going to grad school to basically continue working on MRI research um, and I would probably never even have thought about doing that before um, grad school wasn't even really in my kind of radar before that, so.
0: What's next for you after Vanderbilt? Like, What, what lies ahead after you graduate here in a couple weeks?
1: So I'm going to Stanford to pursue a PhD in electrical engineering where I hope to continue doing MRI research. Um, I think the advisor that I'm currently assigned to, his name is Dwight Nishimura, and he's one of the, kind of the leaders in the field of MRI, and I'm, kind of ex- I'm really excited to work with him And an interesting thing about him is that he also used to bowl in high school and college. And so um, when he interviewed me, it was kind of interesting when he was asking me questions about bowling. And he's like, I actually watched your national championship match last year. And um, asking me if I have ever built anything using my engineering skills to help my bowling. And it was really interesting talking to him and getting a slightly different perspective from a lot of other bowlers because he also has the engineering background.
0: Have you thought about what it's going to be like to... to walk across that stage and and actually graduate?
1: I actually have never felt that before because we never had like a graduation ceremony in high school. Um, You basically take your GCEs and then you get your cert and be like, "Yay, I passed. Um, There was not really any ceremony for that. Um, So, I'm excited to try it for the first time and um, I think it's gonna be really bittersweet because you're gonna see all the people you've been with for the last four years. My parents, both of them are flying down for it and um just seeing everyone there and I think it's it's going to be like happy but I think I'm probably going to cry at the same time.
0: <laughs> what will you miss most about uh, your time here as a student athlete at Vanderbilt and just part of this program, part of this university?
1: I think it's the people and the community. I mean, the relationships I've built, you know, with the team, with the coaches, with the professors, with my friends in classes. It's just a community I'll probably never get back, you know, I'll never be in the same situation with the same people ever again. And, um, I mean, the opportunities that Vanderbilt has given me have been way beyond my expectations. You know, when I first got here, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, you know, and then slowly learning more and more about different things and picking up different interests and, you know, joining different groups, you know. So this last year, I've joined another group called CYBER. It's an undergraduate research program. And um, the professor that runs it, Chrissy Marasco, I T eight for her last semester, and she thought that I'd be I'd fit in really well, and she offered me a spot this semester. And um, it's been a really great experience, you know, being able to meet many people who are also as interested in research as I am, who are also interested in building things and to try and I mean, I would have never thought of meeting such an interesting kind of diverse group of people ever before I got here. And I think um, knowing that I'll never be able to be in this exact situation again is kind of sad. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What was it like adjusting to Nashville just because this would have to be different than what you were used to back home in Singapore?
1: Yeah. Um, I think the food (laughs) was my biggest thing that I had to kind of adjust to my freshman year. I lost I believe like 10 or 15 pounds just because I wasn't used to the food. And I just eat till I'm not hungry rather than like eating till I'm full. And so um, I just slowly get used to kind of what is offered here rather than foods I'm used to at home, which is a lot of like noodles and soups and stir fries rather than kind of a lot more fried food here or a lot more chicken, eat a lot more pork at home. Um, It was kind of a strange thing when I first got here. I was like, everywhere I want to eat, I'll be like, okay, what am I going to order?
0: Christian Kwa, best of luck in the future, and uh, thanks so much for joining us.
1: All right, thank you.
0: Many thanks to Kristen Qua for joining the podcast. Keep an eye on VUCommodores.com as we uh, feature a lot from graduation coming up here at Vanderbilt for a lot of seniors just like Kristen. If you like what you hear on this podcast, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. Let people know what you think. For Kristen Qua of Vanderbilt Bowling, I'm Zach Ellis of VUCommodores.com. Until next time, anchor down.